Welcome to Crypto Talk Radio, the podcast for everyday investors like you. Visit us on the web at CryptoTalkRadio.net. And now, here's your host, Leister. Thank you for that, Bailey, and welcome everybody out there in Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. A friend of mine had an unhealthy, I can only describe it as an unhealthy obsession with Lubega, and don't get me wrong, Lubega is extremely talented. He really was in his prime. A little bit of whatever in my whatever, whatever the song. But my friend had a healthy obsession with this. I remember he doesn't, he'll swear this didn't happen. I I have, these people don't get it. Leister's memory is top notch, has been for years. I'm old, but these things from like way back, I remember. I remember when we went down there, for him to pick up that Lou Vega CD because he kept on bumping Mambo number five. When it would play on the radio, he went he went nuts and then he went down there to buy the CD. I remember I was there. He'll say it didn't happen. I'm telling you that did happen. It was blockbuster music. As a matter of fact, Plaza Manita Mall, San Diego. So he can swear it didn't happen, whatever. Anyhow, cryptocurrency had a little bit of a wave whatever going on very recently, didn't it? I mean, I, I know that there's people out that heard different influencers tell you different things. And I'm going to share my thoughts of everything that happened and everything that transpired. I don't really have any specific personal updates. I was trying to think of something and I don't have anything directly specific. I will make a little bit of an announcement, which is CTR, which is the brand over CryptoTalkRadio.net. CTR has launched. We have a new child in the family. We have launched. We have an actual full-on radio station, Classic Tunes Radio. It's streaming online, but it, we're, it's going to be listed on TuneIn On Air, which plays to, apparently Tesla has this and some cars have that. TuneIn On Air, where you can actually dial into it as a radio station and play it. And it plays currently a rotating rotation of smooth jazz tracks. We have a limit on the number of tracks on it because of the tier, but it has a rotation and it's pretty cool. I was listening to it and we have a few listeners coming in and out on it. So if you do want to check it out, um, I do welcome you to check it out. You would go to ctronair.net on the left, hit shows, and there's an option for classic tunes radio, hit that. And there's a player, or you can follow the account on X formerly known as Twitter at CTR smooth jazz. You can check that there. I personally, I'm trying to see where it goes. It's not cheap, but you know, for me, it's not crazy expensive, but I wanted to see where it goes. And at some point later, there's going to be a little bit more diversity in the music and the talk radio is going to play in. So this is an evolving thing. First step was just to get it live, build it, build on it, learn it, get some analytics going and everything else. So that's out there as a new member of the CTR brand, along with casual and combat and crypto. Let's talk about all the different disruption that happened in cryptocurrency. Of course, we're going to start with our numbers. No transition today. And I zoom out to the month chart as I tend to do all the time. Coindesk.com. Ethereum is in a slightly higher state, but it's trending downward. And You're wondering, well, what does that mean? I'll speculate, and that's all the best I can do. I'll speculate, but it's in a middling state, but it's trending downward. So... Right now, it's about 1560, a low of 15.5, a high of 16.01 over the 24 hours, which is around the middling states, about 2% shift. Not bad. I got no problems with that at all. 
Bitcoin is slightly higher at 28,000. It was, it was down. It was like around the 26, I believe 26 marks a little bit, not long ago, but has been hovering between 28.1 and 28.6 right now, 28.4. Bitcoin is trending slightly upward, not downward. And Ethereum is slightly downward, not upward. So a couple of things happened. And this is what I want to target mostly for today's episode. First of all, if you don't follow social media, and I applaud you for being you, but if you don't follow social media, here's what happened with the recent pumps that we saw. I'm sure that you've probably heard, if you do go to YouTube or other places, you've probably heard people tell you repeatedly that the bull run is here and that we're ready to go up and we're going to the moon deep, deep, deep. Is likely what you heard. And if you listen to Leister here at CryptoTalkRadio.net for any length of time, You've heard me say probably since like April-ish, I'm putting my finger on Q1 2024. If you're new to the channel, welcome, by the way, this is my preface to say, not to rub it in people's face, but to simply say, hold my stance. And if I'm proven wrong, cool. But if I'm right, come back and give my credit that I have said, I don't think we're at the bull run yet. I put that video on YouTube and I said, I don't think we're there yet when others were saying that's here. And then recently we heard, yep, we're here now because it was going up or slightly. Well, what happened? Here's what happened. The whole thing spinning that's holding cryptocurrency back is the, the pushback from the SEC on the Bitcoin ETF. And the Bitcoin ETF decisions going back and forth and then Congress getting involved caused a little bit of positive sentiment, didn't go anywhere. Recently, Cointelegraph, which fancies itself a news service, came out and put out a tweet or an X, I don't know what you call that, but put out a tweet that says, in all caps, yep, this has been approved. And of course, it has somewhat credibility because it's been in the business a long time. And this caused a run-up on Bitcoin, primarily Bitcoin. Ethereum went up a little bit, but not much. And then some secondary altcoins went up a little bit, but it was Bitcoin that got the vast majority of this business. There were some investigators, not official people, but you know, unofficial investigators did some research and they're like, that's not true. There was no such thing. And then they contacted SEC and they got confirmation. No, there was no approval. And then BlackRock came out and said, no, this is not approved. This is not true. It's fake news. And so then Cointelegraph puts out an edited tweet They because they have the um, verification, co company verification. So they edited the tweet to basically say reportedly to cover their ass, right? So this caused a dump, not a major dump, but it dumped back down off the run and the run-up has not sustained. So I'll even call out like Bone, for example. Bone, it was running up like pretty steady. I wouldn't call it a major fast run, but it was running pretty steady and then it's right back down to 73 or something. Bitcoin is up. Like, I want to be clear. It's not that Bitcoin crashed again, but it didn't. It lost a lot of the momentum. It's still upward trending ever slightly but it lost the momentum of up that we expected because it's not yet true that the ETF was approved. This tells us something though, and I want to leave you with this. It tells us that people, this is the confirmation that we were waiting for. People are waiting for the ETF to be approved in order to buy back into Bitcoin and get back into the business. But if you look at the total market cap numbers, which I call out all the time, the total market cap numbers cannot steer you wrong. They tell us Really, where is money across cryptocurrency? Where is the money flowing? And is the money flowing back into what? And if it's not, is it flowing out? And what can we say? If you look at the total market cap, it's currently $1.10 trillion, 
which is higher than the $1.5 trillion that it was not long ago. So it is true that people are somewhat back in. I would remind you, though, to manage your hopium because there was a time when there was minimum, minimum, I, I want to say it was like $3 trillion minimum at some point. Like, this is nothing compared to where we really should be compared to the runs. So people are tipping in there, and chances are they're doing the margin trades, they're doing longs and shorts, and they're taking profits where they can, and they're just playing with it, but they're not all in. We still don't have all in. And this is across the business. It's not any one token. It's not any one anything. And I don't want you to think that we're on en route to a crypto crash because I don't see this. What I see is simply this fake news has caused certain people to FOMO, retail mostly, FOMO. And then when it gets called out and exposed, then those people basically sell back out to stable and they're waiting again. So waiting for the real announcement. When we see the real announcement, we're going to see another run up. There's nothing wrong with that, but I know it's frustrating. I want you to hold, hold fast. We'll get there. Meanwhile, though, we got to call out some of these other altcoins because I see some bad behaviors and I'm going to try to keep people safe best I can. Loom. I, I struggle talking about this one. I really do, but I think it's kind of my moral duty to speak about it. So Loom, aka Loom Network, recently went on some unreasonable pumps. I want to say it was like a 10x from where it was. It went on unreasonable pumps and People were FOMOing in, and I warned people on X not to FOMO in it because I knew it wasn't going to last, and it was obvious that it was being treated as a pump and dump. It was a manipulated thing because this thing was way down at like two cents and then skyrocketed up to 40 cents at a point, and I knew it was a pump and dump and it wasn't going to last. There's a couple of reasons for this, but I don't want to bore you with all the details. Suffice to say, Loom is back down. It's not back down to the two cents. It's back down to about 23 cents-ish as I record this. So it's not like it crapped all the way back down, but I want you to be very careful not to get tempted on FOMO. This is a very volatile asset, as many of them are. And as I look at the top cryptocurrencies, the ones that have the greatest amount of gain, I'm seeing cryptos where it's like, dude, nobody even bothered buying into this garbage before this. And so what I suspect is happening, and this is only my theory on the matter, is what I suspect is happening is people are taking largely rich people are taking and buying into these projects to create pump and dump situations to get some extra liquidity out of it to at least make some money while we wait for the major runs on things. That's my theory because, again, a lot of these tokens had no sort of progress whatsoever prior to what we're seeing, and yet they're just going on a run. Like Orbs. Orbs didn't have any damn thing going on. It was down to two cents, and now it's up to like seven cents or whatever out of nowhere, out of thin air, after it had sat there at the all-time low for the longest freaking time. So I, I'm just, I'm expressing, I, I want you to be careful with what's going on. It, it may or may not be a thing. Volatility is extremely high, and I suspect it's, it's a strategic attempt to get exit liquidity during a time when everything started crashing and burning. That's my stance, and I'm going to hold to it. That's me. Let's get into some news real quick. Reddit, if you didn't know, reddit.com had recently released some this concept of a community token. So the idea was they would use cryptocurrency, reward community and community engagement with cryptocurrencies. Uh, Moon was one of them. I think it was one of the first ones. Brick was one of them. Donut was one of them. And this was tied to a community points program that they had. And it was all blockchain built. And what they were trying to do is 
as you're a developer on the blockchain, you can incentivize these people building in it by interacting with the, it was, it was very similar to other concepts that I've talked about, like Apollo, where, you know, you're a creator and we want to reward you for the work you do. And as a community, your activity contributes to this whole thing. And this whole complex thing, well, recently Reddit announced that they were going to shut the whole darn thing down, you know, because we can't see any scale. We can't see it's going anywhere. Quote, though we saw some future opportunities for community points, there was no path to scale it broadly across the platform, unquote. Part of this apparently was tied to regulate regulations, that there was constraints on regulations, and then they were not able to, because it was a layer over top of Ethereum, and then they, they were trying to figure out, and they went to Arbitrum, and they were having a lot of issues. Essentially, they were trying to duck the smoke of the whole regulatory climate, and they came out and said, well, we can do better, we can do something else, we can use this and learn from it and build something better. Quote, part of why we're moving past this product is that we've already launched or are actively investing in several products that accomplish what the Community Points program was trying to accomplish while being easier to adopt and understand. Unquote. So, the summary of what this person's saying they came from representative from Reddit is, we have other tools that do the same thing better and we're not going to be lost and confused trying to figure out this blockchain crap. That's basically what he's saying. They couldn't figure out blockchain. They couldn't figure out the compensation. They couldn't figure out the regulations. They couldn't figure out how to stable, stabilize this business. And they couldn't figure out how to make it fair. And so they decided to fall back to something that arguably doesn't even involve cryptocurrency, which caused all these different tokens to tank, major tank, almost equivalent to a rug pull, but not quite a rug pull. So if you're in those, I would warn you that the value of these may have crashed down because of this. And it's because Reddit basically you know, gave up. They threw the towel in, didn't want to try to do this any further. Coinbase came out and gave made a claim. We cannot prove any of this. I can't prove any of this. I'm just sharing what I saw here. But Coinbase apparently says that the IRS wants to get unlimited tracking. I gave an update on a previous episode about the current cryptocurrency tracking, the challenges trying to collect the data and the challenges of you know, what's really a sell, what's really a gain, what's really a loss, and how to keep it all together and using tools to try to help some of it. And then the IRS keeps shifting the rules because they're trying to get more money. And I said, if you haven't sold, it has no value. It's just, it has no value. So you can't tax something that has no value. They want to tax, and today they do, buys and sell activity because there's a gain. And the gain is what's really taxed. But the holding of value never was taxed. According to Coinbase, Allegedly, they're seeking, quote, unprecedented, unchecked, and unlimited tracking on the daily lives of Americans through proposed tax reporting rules for digital assets. So, I talked about before the IRS trying to go after miners and sell it like central exchanges and even decentralized exchanges, trying to figure out every single transaction that involves a transfer, not just a buy-sell, but a transfer of cryptocurrency back and forth because they're trying to wrap their head around who holds what assets. The theory of why this became an urgent thing is Congress came out recently and said, we need to get some tax rules in place before 2026. You're wondering, well, what's the significance of 2026? I'll tell you. On In 2024, we may or may not get a new president of the United States, the United States. 2026 is when we may or may not end up with a new 
Congress or a new makeup of Congress, I should say. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to get something in before they lose power so that they can use that power to get access to your assets. Yes, I just tinfoiled that, but that's essentially what it is because why would you else pick 2026? There's no other reason for a 2026 target other than you want to use that power to get access to people's money. I'll tinfoil that. That's on me. The Phantom Foundation, a.k.a. Phantom is the, the blockchain, hacked recently for over $7 million worth of Ethereum and the Phantom token, their core token, major exploit. It was a hack. Certic is the one who gave the initial announcement, I believe, where the wallets, it was their wallets, basically got drained of it. Quote, Phantom Foundation wallets have been drained on Ethereum and Phantom. So far, we can confirm Phantom, the foundation wallet for the Phantom tokens, lost $470,000 roughly of a Phantom. The wallet that holds Ethereum lost at least $187,000 of Ethereum will continue to track. Hack totals up to nearly $7 million as of right now, as I record this. And Certic is still tracking the where the money went, the attacker, and what's happening to it, where it's being consolidated and sent to other places. And they're doing what they can to try to keep an eye on this business. So how does this affect you? Well, when they lose their currency, it means that there's going to be a drop of price. That's just going to contribute to the drop back down I talked about. But when the stuff is sold, that's going to trigger another drop, which may mitigate any rise that we might have had because of this fiasco. Now, of course, this is off, you know, Ethereum. They had dumped, what, 7,200 ETH, and then Phantom gets hacked, and all these other auras get hacked, and that never seems to stop, right? You notice, though, if it's Bitcoin, the worst that can happen is somebody being stupid, and they give away their, their phrase, and their Bitcoin gets taken from them. But you don't have these orgs behind, like, a Bitcoin where those wallets get stolen. I'm just calling that out, man. That's all I'm saying right there. Finance US. There's some huge news around Binance US. It's multifaceted. I'm going to do the best I can to break this down because I do think it's important, especially if you're in Binance.us. So there's a couple of different layers to this. First, Binance.us drops the FDIC insurance coverage that they offered. This is the regs, the SEC coming down and breathing down their neck. They basically said, you know what? We're not going to continue this. We've Taking away the insurance. So if you're in Binance US, what I'm saying is your funds are no longer at this point covered by FDIC, assuming that they were, because there's no guarantee that they were. This happened with other exchanges where there was a claim of your funds being covered by FDIC and they got slapped down because they can't, they can't insure your assets for you. Their assets in the custodian pool were covered, but that doesn't cover you as a, so if, Basically, if all of that went insolvent and got lost, it doesn't reimburse you, it reimburses them, which is why the SEC keeps cracking down on this business. So you were never individually covered, is my point. This coverage that's being taken means none of the funds are basically going to be covered under that exchange, which increases your risk significantly because it means that if something happened to Binance US, it means even they can't get the money back and they're screwed. And they changed the terms of service. So if you haven't read, if you haven't read it, I do recommend that you read the in-depth. I'll give you the snippet, which is, quote, digital assets are not legal tender, are not backed by any government, and accounts and value balances are not subject to protections or insurance provided by the FDIC or the Securities Investor Protection Corporation, SPIC. So if, again, you're in Binance US, what they're saying is 
essentially you have worthless assets. That's, that's essentially what the terms are saying. You have worthless assets. They have no value. And if something happens to them, tough, too bad, so sad. I'll make a recommendation and it's only a recommendation. I strongly recommend that you, if you're in Binance.us, you do not leave your currency in there, not your keys, not your coins, because it's hugely risky. It always was, but this is even worse. So, and anybody that heard me rant way back yonder, I think that was at the end of 2022, I registered for Binance US. I tried to do the KYC, then never got back to me. So I said, screw them because they're a garbage exchange. This is what I'm saying to you people. They're a garbage exchange. So I'll hold to that myself. So then <laughs> they changed another piece of this. And this one is absolutely bad. It has to do with de deposits and withdrawals. So this one, I want you to pay attention if you're hearing me on the deposit side. Your deposit, if you deposit fiat, you're going to be required to convert them into stable coins or purchase another cryptocurrency. If you have fiat, so if you have deposit that is just a fiat portion, and it's pretty much USD, but if you have a fiat that's just sitting there that you're waiting to buy, what they're saying is you need to make it a stable coin or some other cryptocurrency or it's at risk of, of being lost because on the withdrawal side, they're taking away the ability to withdraw fiat from your account. In other words, you won't be able to cash out as straight fiat. You would need to turn it into a, you know, a stable coin, let's say, send that to another wallet to get it out of there. So if you've been out of sight, out of mind with your Binance.us, you don't watch it, you don't sit on it, you don't do anything with it, but you might have some cash sitting in there. And I'm not talking stablecoin, I'm talking fiat. If you have some fiat sitting in there underused, I'm stressing to you right now, please get that out of there at ASAP. Turn it into a cryptocurrency and ideally get it out of there because it's going to get worse before it gets better. The last thing I'll close with is just a brief note about Saitama. I don't plan to cover it at this point. I did give the announcement about uh, the shift in leadership and the cult leader allegedly gone. And it seems like there's they're trying to right the ship. I will watch it. And if I do see significant progress made, then I will return to coverage on that one. And I will not be covering the whole fiasco with Ben. I refuse because it's getting too much talk on social media. And I do think that there's, it's, their battle lines are drawn. It's kind of left and right. And I choose not to take a side because it's not my fight. It's not my stake. I have no stake in Ben. Don't plan to. All I said for him was, I think he should seek a professional because there's so much stuff going on and he accepts it as who he is. And that's fine. He has every right to do that but I'm not going to do any coverage about the token or the network or the people or any of that kind of stuff, because it's ultimately their battle to fight. If they want to do that, I will focus or I'll continue focusing on all the other stuff that everybody's ignoring in lieu of the Ben uh, coverage. Cause I think that's just drama. And I know that there's some people that enjoy that. I'm not one of those. I like to stay down to earth, stay grounded, you know, may call me an old, you know, fogey and that's cool what it is. Uh, let's see, one more thing, because I just thought about this business. With the 2024, so that we expect that there's a run-up in 2024, I think, and my theory, I think we're going to see the return of a lot more scams than we saw uh, even before. I think it's going to be a lot worse. I think we're going to see a lot of sketchy, scummy behavior coming out of cryptocurrency. And so make sure that no matter what, you don't YOLO into stuff, you don't FOMO into stuff. That Loom Network is a great example. 
keep a roof on your head, food on your table, take care of your people. Cause that's, to me, that's priority one. And I share that as simply as a statement and a recommendation. You are free to do whatever you choose to do with your money. I can't tell you what to do with it, but it, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Is my point. It's going to get a lot more risky. A lot of people are going to get ripped off if they don't control their hopium. And, you know, if you're going to treat it like a casino, that's up to you. I'm saying I recommend a conservative approach. Take it cautiously. And there's a key opportunity to make a lot of money. It's all about timing and being careful no matter what, not to throw every money, every bit of money you got at some garbage dog token.